Welcome to Let's Get Lit Podcast, the book club with a twist. If you say so. New Year, new me. I get our slogan right. The I know. The world is my oyster. I feel like we're done here. It's not going to get any better, so we might as well give up now. That's the way to start the new year. <laughs> I mean, that's how I rung in the new year. Some people were kissing. Some people were like, this is my resolution. I was like, it's just time to pack it in and give up. Okay, on that bright note, um, we're... <laughs> <laughs> leprosy! <laughs> That's true. Uh, the book we're reading this week is about leprosy. But to backtrack slightly, um, we're reading a book called Molokai, or Molokai, depending on how you want to pronounce it. There's an apostrophe between the A and the I. But this was actually a recommendation from one of our listeners, Nikki. She sent it to us and said that it was a great book. And we thought, you know, what a nice thing to read over the holidays. Let's give it a shot. So, especially because some of us were actually in Hawaii. I did. I did go to Hawaii, and did you go to Molokai? I didn't, but I could see it from where I was in Maui. Well, that helps. I bet it gave you some perspective while you were reading it. It did. So, real quick overview: the book is basically about a little girl who is living in Waikiki. Molokai. Oh, no. No, she's living in in Honolulu, like Waikiki, um, before the turn of the century, so like 1890s or so, and she comes down with leprosy and then is um, exiled to a leper colony of Molokai, and that's basically the premise of the book. Um, I can read the little book jacket. Should I read that? Or do you, you what should. can you read it out loud? Because I'm not very good at this. I mean I, I don't have my glasses on also. All right. Rachel Kalama, a spirited seven-year-old Hawaiian girl, dreams of visiting far-off lands like her father, a merchant seaman. Okay. Then one day a rose-colored mark appears on her skin, and those dreams are stolen from her. Taken from her home and family, Rachel is sent to Kalapapa, the quarantine leprosy settlement of the island of Molokai. Here, her life is supposed to end, but instead she discovers it's just beginning. Brimming with warmth, humor, compassion, and a vibrant cast of vividly realized characters, Molokai is a masterpiece of storytelling about people who embrace life in the face of death and semen. I added that last part because it's so funny the first time. Anyways, I feel like we should also tell people that, like, we have not a special guest, but, like, a special heckler in the corner. Sparkle is here, live in the flesh. She's not reading the book with us, but she's just kind of here judging us Sitting every on the couch. move we make. The listeners were a big fan of her, so, you know, Wait, we couldn't... is that true? You never shared any feedback. Is that true? Did they say things? They yeah, actually only know. positive what? things. What? All of a sudden, oh she's God. intrigued. She's coming over. Welcome she's like, back. I... Have... <laughs> she has a fan base. She wasn't willing to Wait, actually read a book. The real story is that you guys didn't share this feedback with me. I'm well, sorry. Wow, pretty insecure. And thank you for asking how my <laughs> New Year's unsecure. was. Well, we just acknowledged that you were here. That was going to be the next question. We wanted to know how much, you know, how many seamen you've met. Oh, my God. On the topic. <laughs> no. You, Live and in color. Stop but... yelling into the microphone. This is how we lose people. <laughs> you're grimacing. Is what? Because I'm watching our vocal cords spike off the range here. You need to, like, tone it down. <laughs> I just want to say that I'm a really big fan of Fleet Week. That seems on theme to me. Huge fan of Fleet Week. I don't understand where this is coming from. Seamen. Seamen. Okay. (laughs) 
If we were talking okay. about this, you're maybe, going off topic, Brandy. Maybe I should just talk, talk about, about what we're why drinking. everyone's so lit right now. Yeah, so we decided to pair our drink <laughs> this week with, uh, or pair our book this week with a Mai Tai. Um, and they're too delicious and boozy, and it's been a problem for everyone. Not me. No, not you, Miss Seaman. Thank you. <laughs> You've just been guzzling semen in the corner. I have. This is like I what said. What if our New moms Year's ever find out about this? Our moms. I mean, they probably have. Our moms have probably read this already. Read this Not podcast. <laughs> oh, you're talking about the podcast? the podcast? Yes. Our moms don't even know podcasts are a thing. My mom super duper does, and I bet that knows about this podcast. No, but she knows about podcasts. podcasts as a concept. Okay. Well, and semen. <laughs> well, obviously you're here. <laughs> She's come face to vagina with it once, at least. Is that how it works? Yep, that's how it works. Well, the man and the woman scissor <laughs> until <laughs> until the zygote. You know, again to reprise the topic of us never having been formally educated. <laughs> part of a cult. Speaking of cults, what about colonies of? lepers so okay i feel like we should we should do some fun facts about lepers <laughs> well do you want to i was gonna do i was gonna start on a lighter note and fun facts about my ties okay let's start there and then let's just progressively get more depressing okay let's do that so my ties um i thought would have much more information about them and fun facts but apparently there's not really much to it so these are brief fun facts. I bet they're not even Hawaiian. No, they're not. So the Mai Tai was actually invented at... Thailand? No, Trader Vic's in Oakland. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Right. Interesting Literally location. right down the street. Wow. We really yeah. traveled far for I this know. drink. I know. So apparently there was like a rivalry. It was invented sometime in the 40s and like it was at this kind of tiki bar thing which was a popular theme at the time and they just named it Mai Tai even though it really isn't named after anything although they claim that it's it's taken from a Tahitian word that is spelled strange but looks like it could be pronounced Mai Tai and it's supposed to mean good or excellence if you say so what Um, does it consist of so there's uh, some sort of combination of rums involved. So some people say, or some recipes say you need spiced rum. Some it's a combination of white and dark rum. Most of them say you need to combine um, orange curacao, orgeat syrup, which is like almond syrup and lime juice. And that's like the traditional one. But there's also the like more commonly used Mai Tai recipe, which is um, spiced rum, coconut rum, Grenadine, pineapple I was juice. Say this tastes super coconutty. Yeah, it's, it has um, it has Malibu rum in it, pineapple juice and orange juice, and a little bit of spiced rum and grenadine, which is what is that color that's supposed to look like a sunset. Um, so yeah, that's basically all there is about my ties. Apparently, there was like a rivalry, and one guy was like, "I invented it," and the other guy was like, "No, I invented it." But I feel like there's a war story there that we're just you know skirting well, past. I don't know if there's too much of a war story there, but the Mai Tai was popularized by Elvis Presley. Really? It, yeah, in the movie Blue Hawaii. Oh. Did you ever see that? Yeah, but I didn't know that was its big moment. Yeah, that was its. that's what its big moment was, was in Blue Hawaii, which is why I associated it with Hawaii and felt like it was an appropriate pairing for this book. Yeah, I feel like if Sparkle in the Corner might have a comment. 
Elvis Presley started dating Priscilla Presley when she was 14, Karen. <laughs> I That's bet true. there were some Mai Tais involved. But they didn't get married, and all of their visits were supervised by her parents I know. until no, they were 18. I it. It's kind of sweet in a way yeah. for your yeah. parents to be like, here's a grown man you can date. I'm just going to watch. That would be like if we were little and Leonardo DiCaprio went to your house and was like, yes. Mr. <laughs> and Mrs. Star's parents, I would like to date your daughter with chaperoned visits for the next four years. Honestly, I always that thought was your about dream. That. I was like, how is this gonna work without him ending up in jail? And I was like, I feel like my parents would be cool about it if they were like, uh, our future son in law is gonna keep us like flush with cash. Well, I were very vividly. I'm sorry, I'm unbuttoning my pants because I just had to. You're much wearing to pants. You're the one making the mistake. Here. I know. So I very vividly remember when we were children asking you what you would do if you ran into Leo on the street and he was like, "Will you go on a date with me?" And your response was like, "Well, I would tell him I have to ask my parents first. <laughs> I, was like, I was very responsible. Also, that's still what I say when someone asks me to go on a date with them, and I really don't understand why I'm single. <laughs> Let me ask my mom. I'm like, hang on. But, like, really, I'm like, hey, let me ask my mom or my dad if someone can walk my dog. Because, like, that's the real love of my life. I'm like, I can't just casually go get drinks tonight unless I know someone's feeding the baby. Obviously. It's a real story, guys. Also, my I'm, like, head deep in bush right now. Okay, so... You're actually leaning against a house plant. I'm but it makes babies. <laughs> making babies the natural way. But it looks like you're in a tropical island. So I know. It feels I'm, like I'm, I'm in down Hawaii. Get down. Um, I don't have anything else to say about my ties. Other than they go down real quick. I guess. And now that I know that I'm Ubering back, I shall have a my tie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as if it's your first one. You shall have another, you might say. Don't drink and drive. No. No, that was a PSA for the listeners. Yeah, you guys, stop. <laughs> if stop you're drinking. drinking and driving right now, Don't just... touch that dial. <laughs> just pull over. So, on the back of this book, it gives a little information about the author, Alan Brennert, who... Another man who writes about women. I know. how we feel about well, them. I mean, this is um, this was a recommendation <laughs> by a woman, so I feel like maybe the book is good even though it was written by a man. But let me read you what it says about him, and then I also have some interesting things about that. So Alan Brenner is an Emmy Award-winning screenwriter and best-selling novelist who lives in Southern California, but whose heart <laughs> is in Hawaii. What like dipshit. Okay. Truly. So wait, whose me... heart isn't in Hawaii? Except like for when Emma Stone was cast to be in Aloha. I know. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> so apparently... His, I, I said Emmy Award winning, and I was like, wow, this guy's probably something cool. So, what did he, he win an Emmy for? Like, Dave best Tony. lighting? It's Dave actually, Tony. it's yeah. actually a little bit hard to tell according to, um, Emmy. <laughs> according to Wikipedia, but, um, he wrote several scripts for the Wonder Woman series in 1978. So, that makes me think that he is probably a little pro femme, even if he's like pro busty femme, which, What's wrong with being a busty fan? I don't know. And then some of the other stuff that I... um, Oh, wait. (laughs) He won an Emmy as a producer and writer for L.A. Law. (gasps) L.A. Law? L.A. Law. I actually have a story about somebody who was a star in L.A. Law. Well, you're going to have to come closer to the microphone and tell it because people are going to be... Yeah, I like that you're like, I don't want to be a part of this. this one's really, really juicy. 
Tell us everything. Okay. Who is Lisa Rinna's husband? Oh, what the fuck is his name? And it's he was the, on LA Law. Yeah, he was also in Mad Men. Yeah. And Veronica Mars. Yeah. And everything. It's Harry. Harry, Harry yeah. Hamlin. Oh my god. Okay, this is a very, very blind item. Do not, and maybe we'll be Don't sued for defamation. This. this is we'll all hearsay. But I did go to. Stop yelling at the microphone. It was all hearsay. I went to an event where it was a, a gathering of Real Housewives fans. Mm -hmm. And we were talking about, we said, who is the worst Real Housewives husband? Mm -hmm. And there were conversations, of course, Mario was mentioned. Mm -hmm. Of course, you know, your standard issue, shitty, shitty men. Of course, uh, I mean, they all actually were part of uh, Beverly Hills, really. I was going to say, like, you can only think of one shitty husband. I can think of all of them. Yeah, they are all really horrible. But not all of them, but most of them. Not Simon. I was going to say, the like, up there. I'm not, not relating to any of this conversation. The point Get is, to the is point. These, okay. So, but one of them said, you guys, there was a blind item, and I, she was somebody who worked for a gossip blog, Ooh. and she was like, a blind item came in, take it or leave it, but uh, it was that somebody, it was basically that Harry Hamlin had raped a co-worker. On the job. And then he was, like, forced out of Hollywood for several years. And, and like, all point, all signs pointed to Harry Hamlin. What do we do with that information, you guys? You can cut this if you need to. I literally don't know anything about Harry Hamlin. How do you not know anything about Harry Hamlin? <laughs> I mean, I but just this Googled is also him and I don't Awkward know. information because he did disappear from Hollywood for a while. Mm -hmm. And on Housewives, Lisa Renna talks about the fact that she's like, at a time, I had to just endorse, like, adult diapers to keep my family. Exactly. And this is what you remember when, um, who was it that broke the glass? When there was a that big was fight Brandy. with Brandy. There was, like, a big fight Don't with Brandy. Don't bring me into this. And Lisa Renna <laughs> at, um, in Amsterdam. Yep. That was over because rumors they were that saying, Kim, because Kim was like, I know some shit. Because, you know, of course, she the Richard sisters. They've been in Hollywood for some time. Yeah, and they she's like, everything. you want me to say something? And that's exactly, why she just and flipped Rina out. And flipped out because she knew that Kim was about to go and bring up the fact that Harry Hamlin raped his co-star. And that, my friends, is the business of Hollywood. <laughs> I mean, ouch. That's a really bright note. You want to talk about something less? Hollywood. Where do we go from here? I think we can go up and start talking about leprosy. Yeah, I feel like leprosy might be like less depressing. A silver lining so, of all of the Hollywood rape. Let me tell you, I had a fantastic time researching leprosy. As you know, I'm very into infectious disease as a concept. Oh. I know it's your least favorite thing in the whole world, but like I. I don't know what it is. I think there's something about me that just, like, can't stop looking at, like, gross pictures of, like, people that are... You're probably one of those people that likes Dr. Bull Popper. That was oh, hard for me to get out. Oh, I do. I love so popping gross. a good pimple. I mean, it doesn't, like, bother me in principle. I'm just always like, who's into this? Me. Like, there's so many more attractive things to look no, at with it's your so, eyes. No, it's so satisfying, with and I don't eyeballs. want it to be attractive. I just, like, there's something just so great about it. Well, anyway. you know, personally... This is going to be very triggering for me and my hypochondria. Like, I know. I haven't worried about leprosy yet, but I have a feeling it's going to be my new fear. Well, there's some real good things to worry about here. Even though, let me just first off say, leprosy is not actually super contagious and you don't have a high chance of getting it. Unless you're in Brazil. That's not even true. Even if you're in Brazil, there's not like a high chance you're going to get it. 
it gets very stigmatized. So I think from now on, we should talk about leprosy as Hansen's disease because it is really stigmatizing and people don't like to, people who have Hansen's disease do not like to call it leprosy. It's like, it's like like calling like HIV patients, like grid patients. Yeah. Cause they feel like there's a negative connotation there. It's it's like a a negative, like biblical connotation that makes them seem like unclean or like a leper. I mean, yeah. yeah, it's a hor like it's it's a horrible <laughs> thing to call somebody, yeah. and they yeah, the people who have Hansen's disease would prefer if you referred to it as such. Point counterpoint: Is it possible that people who have it just have a moral weakness? <laughs> oh my god! I was also gonna say like, of course they want it to be called Hansen's disease. They're like world's most common last name now it makes it seem like a universal affliction well it is a universal affliction actually they tell me more (laughs) they have discovered traces of the leprosy bacterium in remains from people um 200 or i'm sorry 2000 years bc it has been around for what so biblical times you could say you could say, and it has been around since biblical times, but the biblical form of leprosy was not the same thing. What was the biblical form of leprosy? You didn't look it up, did it's, you? I did look it up, and it's kind of unclear. It's like some combination of like a plague-like, very contagious. It has... So Sparkles is miming, scissoring, but that has nothing to do with this. Leprosy is... Sorry, Hansen's disease and the biblical leprosy, not STDs, correct? Not STDs. Okay, so everyone... Keep having fun in 2019. But so, pull over, please. But pull over before you do. Um. So, yes. So, fun fact, it is not an STD or STI. However, it is assumed that it is transmitted from person to person via um, nasal sputum or... <laughs> Or um, sores in Nasal your semen, you could say. <laughs> no. This is why I didn't go to public health school with any of you. <laughs> we all asked to be there. Can you imagine sitting in class with the two of you like... <laughs> yeah, I've, been, I've sat in every class there with myself. Professor, is it just a moral weakness? <laughs> Oh my god, I hate both of you. So I'm just gonna do this one on my own okay. and tell you all about it. I'm sorry, it. but people log in for the flavor in their ears. They get drunk in their cars. <laughs> people are pulled over. They're not listening to like the public health aspect of this. They want to hear about the scissoring. Well, that gets do they want to hear about how they could get leprosy? Probably not, but tell us. Um, our nasal na- sputum. Nasal sputums from an infected party. Just pull up a just chair, Sparkles. <laughs> And the nine-banded armadillo. No. Wait, the nine-banded armadillo. armadillo. What does that mean? Eight. Well, I don't know. That's the specific name of the armadillo. Wait, like an actual armadillo. And so, One so here's armadillo. the thing. So the there's there's a couple of different kinds of the leopard. What's the plural of armadillo? By the armadillo. way, armadillo. Armadillos. Are you sure? I think it's armadillo, and I'm pretty positive. So and you I'm keep telling positive. us about these armadillo that are gonna give us armadillos. I don't no, know if that's true. I'm pretty sure it's armadilly. <laughs> My gut's telling me it's not. Armadillo, plural. Armadillo. It's not armadillo. Yeah, it is. No, plural. I, oh, it is. It's I'm just sorry. armadillos. I wish Brandy had looked that up beforehand and saved yeah. us all of embarrassing. Brandy, I really am. I feel like you 
it's armadillos. No research here. Yeah, like there's like no. You're the I'm gonna put information. I'm gonna put an armadillo in you both of your beds tonight. For this. Wait, so, so what kind of armadillo is gonna give me leprosy? It's a nine banded armadillo, and they are in like the south east part of the country. In the so, U.S. Like, in the U.S. Well, I mean, I not. Mean, the Brazil country. Both both that. So, like, here's a little Ooh. map, but I'll show you. I guess it's not the southeast, but it is. It's you like, realize they can't see your map. No, no, no. I'm showing you so oh. because I feel like you're, like, more concerned and then I'm going to verbalize what I'm I've seeing I've lived here. in a spot that has so this So, it basically covers, like, Texas, Oklahoma, a lot of the southern states, Florida, and, like, parts of the Carolinas. Um, it goes down through the eastern part of Mexico, Central America, and then basically a huge swath of, like, Brazil and, well, basically all of Brazil and a lot large part of, like, the northern part of Southern America or South America also. That's where the armadillo is. It coincides with some of the higher, um, higher rates of leprosy for humans as well. Do you want to know why armadillos have leprosy? Yeah. Were you going to say something? You look I had a question. Up. I had a question. Go ahead. Spit it out. Isn't it possible that the fact that armadillos and roly-polies have so much of the same features, doesn't that disprove Because they're evolution? morally weak. Oh. Why are you on here? Like, <laughs> I can go. Go I can on go. a drudge yeah. report. But wait, let me just say, apparently the fan base of this show can't get enough. Of Sparkle. They want to... I'm making scissor fingers. <laughs> yeah, those. We, we actually we have, have Actually, almost everyone who listens to our show is male. Are what? you fucking kidding I'm me? I'm 100% kidding you. Oh, there's, thank God. There's God. I was about to walk off the show. <laughs> walk off the set. She's going to throw Be her like, mic down. Sparkle, you're the star of the show now. Have fun. I can't work like this. No, we actually have a couple of dudes who listen to us, which I support fully. So, thank you. Yeah, but our shows... Armadillo dudes. Armadillo dudes. Dildos. Yes, rolls off the tongue. I so, like armadillos. Yeah, that was I, mine. That's probably... Yeah, well, okay, like, you're like, yeah, that was clever. That one was mine. Yeah, All the I other comments here, not mine. Yeah. Um, do you think that's how you get Hansen's disease is from armadillos? No. Because so, how are you catching anything from an armadillo? So, armadillos actually are, like... T- with the bacteria. But who's encountering or touching an armadillo? Like, I see it and it nasal sputums at me. No. Sputum's not a word, but like, what is the verb version of that? So, there's lots of things happening here. So, armadillos are like naturally very cool because of their shell. Like, because they're just a cool creature. <laughs> cool. <laughs> they like, have, armadillos are just. They cool. have really low body temperatures and the bacteria tends to like love cooler temperatures which is why people who have or who are afflicted with Hansen's disease tend to lose like the cooler parts of their bodies so like their fingers will fall off or their nose will fall off or like their, their extremities their genitalia will have some issues as well well that's so, cool um well actually like it's a thing with armadillos it's a thing with men who are afflicted with Hansen's disease if it's left untreated forever they can like um lose not lose but like basically their testicles start getting like reabsorbed into their body because they're so cold that the um, bacteria basically just like kills them and then they start getting things like gynecomastia which is like or gynomastia whatever I don't know where they start growing boobs and like becoming more feminine looking this explains so much about my marriage (laughs) (laughs) 
So well, well, that's people interesting. Come into contact with armadillos all the time because they eat them. Who eats armadillos? Don't be judgy. People I'm are not hungry. Judging. I just don't know that I've somebody ever... had three of that. <laughs> okay. Um. Anyway, leprosy's been around for a really long time. They came out with some treatment for it, like in the 1900s. Um, they when antibiotics started coming out, they like tried to treat it with some of the early ones, the penicillin and such, but it didn't end up working. They used the sulfur-based antibiotics, and those ones worked, but um, they don't work anymore. The bacteria is and it's, it's like basically it's built up a resistance. So what do they use now? They use Hopes like and this. Prayers? <laughs> Yes, basically if you pray really, 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 really hard. <laughs> You're cured. Yeah, that's how it works. Um, so it's, But wait, real talk, it's not something to worry about in modern days. Oh, right? it definitely is. Like what it's, fuck? I thought we could like calm down and read this book and be like, oh, the olden days when well, this was a concern. It's not, so it's not really something to like worry about. Your chances of contracting it are really slim. What are my chances? However, I don't know what your chances are. Vis-a-vis it depends everything on, else I worry well, about. Well, I will tell you that if you're worried about contracting it, there's maps of like where it is really prominent. Where should I not go? I don't, I Brazil? feel like. Brazil? I'm on that street over there. Yeah. <laughs> it's, that street looked right. In places where there is. In and place, I got it. Well, you could have it actually because it can live undetected in your body for 20 years and they don't test for it. So there's no way you would know you have it unless you asked specifically for a test for it. I was like literally in not exactly armadillo country, but capybara country. Uh, Oh, those are cute. I mean, we'll talk after the show. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, they are. (laughs) Yes, they are. So yeah, so you could you could have theoretically gotten leprosy like five years ago and still not know about it because you will be asymptomatic. So could you be? So is this like a any other skin condition where you could be asymptomatic for life? You could be asymptomatic for life. Like it doesn't necess. It's not necessarily going to like manifest in a malignant form. However, sometimes it does. And if it does, like it can cause really bad nerve damage. Like the parts of your flesh, basically, that the bacteria eats away and like you die, that will never grow back. But if you start getting treatment like early on when you start seeing the lesions, so they start looking like these red patches that like have no sensitivity. So if you like poke it, the person won't feel it. They might feel some pressure, but they're not going to feel any pain because it basically fucks with your nerves. And I mean, there's, there's a few different ways that it like manifests. So one is those red rashes, but it also can make your skin like really thick and scaly, or it can like eat away at your nerves. It's like, there's so many ways that this bacteria like manifests in your body. That's just so mean. It's like a mean thing. And it's really sad because people were basically, they had no idea how it was spread. And so so they just quarantined them. They quarantined them and it was like incredibly stigmatized and I mean, this... I can imagine. I mean, even, like, in modern day, a lot of, like, really benign viruses. Like, even just think of, like, herpes. Like, that's something that's, like, so stigmatized in modern day. And you're, like, there's literally no... Like, it, like you get painful sores and that's it. Like, there's no deadly element to that. No. And that's, like, something that's taboo in modern day. So I can only imagine something like this that, like, causes serious disfigurement and also could kill you like yeah. i imagine everyone just avoids you like quote unquote the plague except yeah. the leprous plague it also still exists yeah it does and if you want to talk 
gruesome diseases. I've never heard anything worse than mad cow disease. Rabies, rather. Rabies. I meant rabies. Mad cow disease. I can't remember. They're both. Mad cow rabies. I feel like this is like, I mean, this is pretty brutal. Like, I mean, some of the, some of the. Why don't you go crazy, though, and you scream for like 48 hours before you wriggle out I probably have mad cow disease. Just because of I'm not good. There's no counter argument for me. I am a mad cow, if you will. Um. <laughs> so can we start talking about colonialism because we that's... can but i feel like leprosy is sad i know colonialism is also so sad <laughs> no but that's why i'm just like do we is there anything positive will there be lays involved um yes so i actually i think that yeah i think yeah you goddamn right <laughs> 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 this is like this is like Brandy teaches world. La 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 la. You're gonna say something. Rude I about know it, what you? the kids want. <laughs> <laughs> we give you one good review, and you feel like you own the place. Wait, you said there was. You said there were multiple. I was just trying to be nice. I was going into multiples, and you tell me now that it was but one. Now, after she got so comfortable with the audience, you're going to be like, it was one person. What did that one person say? They said, my daughter sparkles really great. (laughs) 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 My daughter sparkles? Okay, let's talk about colonialism. So... So the, it, it is unclear at this point where the leprosy bacteria kind of originated. The idea is that it was somewhere in like Southeast Asia or like um, Northern Africa, according to Wikipedia. So take so that with a grain of internet. Um, however, it was pretty much um, in those places until colonialism started. And then they were just basically like, let's fuck up the entire world as per usual. Mm -hmm. So the reason that (coughs) leprosy and like all of these other diseases, like this plants attacking me continue syphilis and whatnot came to places like Hawaii was that, um, white people came and ruined everything. Well, yeah. I mean, especially if you live on an Island, you're super, separated from any other kind of contagious diseases so then anything that comes in just fucks it all up just ask the native americans what the pilgrims did to them i know so i'm actually a little quick about hawaiian colonialism in particular yes hawaii was like and i learned this all kind of recently because i listened to 99 percent invisible has this series on um designing clothing and they do the aloha shirt or the hawaiian shirt hawaii was such an incredibly like advanced society they were killing it in the game Mm -hmm. killing it and i think that like in retrospect i think that as history goes on people like to go and and explain these things as like kind of there's like a natural order thing but like what an amazing like they had a monarchy helmed by an incredible leader mm-hmm. and like you know we've talked about this before in past episodes yeah and how fucked up how fucked up mm, yeah was that your comment <laughs> so true and actually i learned this when i was doing some research about this and i hope that the book goes a little bit more into it but i did not know well i knew hawaii was like a sovereign a sovereign nation like they were a monarchy and 
they basically allowed like the United States to come and build ports there. And then there was this weird shit going on where all of a sudden like some people from the United States were like, so we're basically martial lawing this place and saying like we're at war, so we're just gonna take you over. Well, and wasn't there also like a coup involved? Yeah, it was like this weird military coup, like all this stuff happened. It's unclear exactly to me, based on the small amount of research that I did, what happened. But they, they basically over, they said... They took it over because they wanted to get uh, the sugar... No. So... <laughs> <laughs> Let's go so, with that. You know what? Everyone wanted the sugar. Literally, I learned about this in depth three weeks ago. But that's what happens when you're just doubting my ties and semen. Yeah, so, <laughs> it's true. From my from my understanding, what happened is yes, there was like some sort of military coup, and they basically said like, "This is ours now." And then Hawaii was like, "So that's like tray against international protocol, and you can't do that." And then eventually, the president—I don't know at what time frame this was—but at some point, the president was like. Yeah, so that didn't count because you can't do that. So, like, we're not actually annexing you Hawaii. And then, like, a year later, they were like, JK, we need you as a military outpost, so you're ours now. And they were the only sovereign nation that was annexed into the United States except for Texas, which apparently was also a sovereign nation, but I didn't know that. And the home of the non-banded armadillo. Yeah, exactly. It <laughs> all comes full get circle. There. Um, but so, and they like didn't even ask the people or anything like that. They were just like so they, undemocratic. Well, yeah, it went through the monarchy, I guess. But the main monarch, the like really cool one you were talking about, he died because he went to the United States. Lady. Oh, so she was after him. Yeah. Oh, she's he, the one I care about. <laughs> the reason she like came into power is because her husband or brother, her brother died. I think it was her brother because he went to the United States and got like some fucking stupid disease that white people leprosy, were leprosy maybe leprosy. I don't think it was that. Anyway, colonialism. I hope the book talks more about that because I feel like it's really interesting and I feel like I didn't learn anything about colonialism properly when I was in school other than like this was a bad thing. Moving on. Well, yeah, I was really excited when this book was recommended to us because obviously we both love historical fiction. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite ways to learn about history is through a book. So it's like obviously all this stuff happened, but it frames it in a time period that if you're not familiar with, you like can't help but learn something along mm-hmm. the way. Mm-hmm. But sometimes it's hard to be like, I mean, did this person really cheat on all three of his wives or were we just talking about the war? You know? Because yeah, I get I more invested in the personal story myself. I, I do get more invested in the personal story, which I feel like is why I like historical fiction in the first place. It's like you accidentally learn about things and then yeah, you're, you're like, like, oh my God, now I actually understand like colonialism, but I really was just here for the affairs. Was just here for the smut. Exactly. The scissoring. If you do one say. more scissoring <laughs> hand motion. I'm um, just... Trying to show our listeners at home how babies are made. I don't mm. think that's how it works. Maybe it is. I don't know, but I mean, I don't know anything about Hawaii also. So, like, I visited there, but I don't know anything about their history before they were part of the U.S. So I feel like that'll be interesting to learn and should have been, like, part of basic U.S. history. But, you know, we went to the same school. Yeah, 
learned less about history and more about what? our feelings. That's true. We also had to, everybody had to do a project about the states, but I didn't get it. I did Rhode Island. I remember that. And I remember picking it because it was the smallest state and therefore I thought it would take the least amount of time. But turns what out a lot happened in Rhode I Island. I got a really shameful story about the state thing that I suppressed What did you pick? This okay, Please wait, tell us such, and all of our listeners. This is such a story of such deep shame. So you know how I was talking about how Please one tell of the scissoring, everyone. Scissoring, yeah, yeah, tell you us know more. how I was saying that like part of my thing about coming back home is that it's just like a graveyard, sad memories, but chief among them is that the my house project. is a little not ideal. You know, it's not clean. It's fucking messy. Thanks, Mom. <laughs> so the state that I got was... Hawaii. Okay, and I was just gonna ask who got that one. Okay, I so got you Hawaii. should be able to tell us everything about fucking Hawaii. You guys, and you, you learned guys, about it three weeks ago. I decided ago. that the that I've literally suppressed this until now. This is emerging <laughs> like twenty years after the fact. Okay, I it all oh, it's like as it was yesterday. So I decided that the thing that I was gonna do for Hawaii is that I was gonna go and cook a meal. But at the time, my house had been overrun with weevils. Weevils what the in the fuck flower. Is a weevil? weevil. Well, they're you know what? I'm glad you asked. They're like an infectious disease. That, that is that like the like that toy that's like weevils wobble but they don't fall down. So weevils, weevils are. I'm gonna look tiny. up a weevil. They're pretty innocuous. Isn't just... that like a character in Winnie the Pooh? Nice. Of so weevils. Oh, woozles, half a lump. Ew, weevils are disgusting. <laughs> Maybe you're feeling you got a close-up picture. It looks picture. like a dung beetle. No, a weevil is literally. Look at it in real size, and you'll see it's the size of like a little pinpoint. Can I find Tiny. out more about the what happened with the weevils? I, I, I Googled, oh, you're not gonna like how the story ends. I Google like, weevil, so and the first thing that says you people also ask, weevils "Are weevils safe to eat?" So are they? Well, Let so her weevils, tell the story. weevils oh, love man. weevils in their natural habitat, which again they, are not the size as they appear on your screen while you're driving drunk right now. Oh, a weak weevil. <laughs> a ti- weevils are tiny, tiny uh, but it's stop disgusting. it. Stop looking at a close-up of any bug. I mean, you're not going to like what you see. <laughs> It looks like it has a huge dick on its face. It's ew, got a huge ew, dick on its face. It's like a, it's it's like just, a dick lobster. Ew, dick lobster. I didn't need Please that in my life. look at this. I didn't need dick lobsters in my 2019. No, that's the one I chose. Okay, so... Uh, the okay. Weevils I've like to live in flower. A more they like to live in flower. Animal. That's basically what they do. Weevils are, are they're just tiny, pretty innocuous bugs, but they do Looks like, like hanging out in flower. Well, you know, my beyond the fact that the house was located in a pretty woodsy area, and yeah. beyond the fact that my mother never cleaned, and beyond the fact that the divorce really took it out of us, <laughs> there was no uh, nothing was. Anyway, I decided to go and cook a meal for you, you guys. And um, the day of, I discovered the weevils? day of, I discovered yop weevils. But I, I, my back was up against the wall. What was I to do? So, yes, sorry. I did feed you those dick weevils. <laughs> Wait, what did you make? Because if I, I knew what you made, I'll know if I ate it or not. Honestly, you can remember a meal you had 20 years ago in the course of a classroom. Yeah, have we I wouldn't met? Be surprised. <laughs> Let me think. I bet like, you it like was a... like Hawaiian bread, like that, like it was those, something those like... rolls. Also, you could have caused a leprosy epidemic. That's how it spread, right, Brandy? By weevils? Not through weevils. Hawaiian weevils. Well, first of all, for the record, I don't remember her mentioning leprosy. 
Hansen's disease and weevils. Sorry, I'm using the offensive I don't term. remember, I do not remember her saying anything about weevils. But that's well, maybe said, that's what she was about to say before I you came in with all your scissoring. Literally, literally, literally forgot until right this second. I'm really sorry, you guys. I'm really sorry. <laughs> pretty gross, I have to say. Oh, well, it says right here, although it may seem unsavory to you, they can be eaten along with any food they have infested without causing any ill effects. I mean, I knew that you guys weren't going to die. I wouldn't have served you poison. Did you know we weren't going to die? Or were you just like, this is my grade? And my grade meaning, like, do I get a smiley face or a sad face? I was a little Lisa Simpson, uh, and I wanted, like, I wanted the blue dolphin. Yeah, you're like, (laughs) no one's gonna know. I I was a little Lisa Simpson, and I was a, so, um, I definitely cared about performing well. I Mm -hmm. also cared a lot about there being a creative element to most of the projects I did, and so food for me seemed like a fun thing. That's just funny, because... But I was so embarrassed. You guys were so embarrassed. It's like just... the time that I came into... I remember coming into the class one time. You guys, I used to go into class and my hair was never brushed. And <laughs> that would have been an easy fix for you. Like, you can't blame that on your family. I kind of do because my hair just, like, wasn't coming together in the way I liked. Anyway, and then... <laughs> <laughs> Genetics, What's your you excuse know? as an adult, though? Oh, this quaff is beautiful. I mean, that I don't love to get wet. That's my excuse. It's fair. And I you and to go- weevils have that in and common. And also, you know what? <laughs> to be honest, to be very honest, this hair, the, the hair of uh, modern day Jewess, is <laughs> high maintenance. And until unless I go and get my uh, keratin treatments, no, I do not like to shower. Say my am. Am I? Who you know what? Does I like to shower? Fourteenth degree, the, the nine banded degree here. <laughs> I don't need that. I also okay. just think it's funny because having gone to an all-girls school, yeah, you could not do a presentation without having a baked good. Like, I remember oh one God. time I was like, oh my God, I like have no time to get this presentation together. Like, I got to read the book. I got to come up with like the part I'm presenting. And I was like, but I also have to make some kind of baked good. And I was like, That's I only have time crazy. for one thing. And I was like, got to make cookies. I'll wing the rest of it. And I still got like a B plus. That is because insane. wait, so does that mean that like every because day that you, you like self graded also baked goods? Yeah, but it was like I remember one time like ugh, this fucking loser. Sorry. Yeah. She say came her from, name like, in full, say her social. No. So Hurricane She didn't bring Let me a set the stage. Gun. Let me set the stage. No. Hurricane Katrina, she was displaced. Came to our <laughs> school. Are you kidding me? No. She was displaced <laughs> for being Katrina. You're a terrible person. You just, you wait. Okay, I'm ready. I'm ready she came it. to her school and had come from this other Catholic school where, like, they didn't bake goods for their presentation. <laughs> so they weren't godly people. So, yeah, exactly. And, like, her first presentation, she, like, did all this work and everyone was like, where's our treat? And she was like, what are you talking about? And... Everyone gave her like a horrible grade because they would have what like do you the mean teacher one. You would like have you like can... the participation grade too, where it was like you peer reviewed, but it's obviously shame. it was like based on how oh good your baked goods were. Um, and she didn't do very well, and I remember feeling really bad because she'd been like the valedictorian of her class in New Orleans, and we were like, "Sorry about the hurricane, but you got to bake shit here." 
Oh my wow. god. Let me just say, that's but going to not go the way you thought it might. She didn't put weevils in her fucking food because she didn't make anything. I, I like, would have appreciated that. I feel like you could have started the story with not being like this bitch. Yeah. Okay. I, think I need to know some bad things about to her. To be yes. fair. Tell me something bad about her. What was her bitchy thing? Not yeah, making it good? You want to hate her. All of us on the podcast want to hate her. I Okay, I'll tell you Let how to hate her. She, like, showed up and she's like, this is all really easy. I did all of this freshman year of school. Yeah, and then she went idea. to Harvard. And I was like, well, fuck you. Why did you even do your senior year of high school if you weren't going to bake us shit? Like, that's what we're here for. <laughs> you know what? You know what? She's right. She's right. She should have been killed. <laughs> I agree. Horrible. Harvard. person. Yeah, Harvard. no, she went to Harvard. And what a bitch. Also, what a bitch. Just she wasn't hard while being displaced in high school. Not she was not our valedictorian. I'm pretty sure it's because she never baked fucking goods for any of her presentations, and that brought her grade down like to an A minus. Additional question: The baked goods ran the gamut from like. Tell me about how everything. So one time I baked a good for <laughs> my statistics class. And I was really tired. Like, I'd been up all night, and I accidentally put salt in instead of sugar. And as you can guess, they tasted terrible. And I was up there. I, taffy. I wish I could remember how I phrased it, but I was basically like, so this was all part of my presentation where, like, statistically speaking, there's, like, a this in this chance that, like, this could go wrong. And everyone was like, oh, interesting. Did you make normal cookies, too? And I was like... No, I just made the salty cookies, and they're like, "Yeah, it's gonna be an F for us." Jesus but I was just like, Christ. "Guys, I was just tired and fucked up the recipe, but I was too proud to admit it." So I was just like, "I intentionally made these cookies really salty, guys." It that was- doesn't fully answer my question, though. What type of baked goods beyond cookies? Because you keep on, you're you're really mostly yeah, funfetti <gasps> cupcakes. Holy shit! That was like my favorite baked good. If you wanted to get an A, that was the way to go. Yeah, no shit. Did you do it with like the like rainbow chip frosting? Yeah, and to be fair, like I never made them. I always made someone else make them on oh my, my behalf because I, I can't bake. I love funfetti so bad. <laughs> Who doesn't? <laughs> I love it. Maybe because you know what? It doesn't have. It doesn't taste any different than like yellow cake. It just no, has yes, it does. Wait, 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 causers. It's not about it's like the, cardi it's cake. It's not about the cake part. It's about the fact that the the frosting has sprinkles that are like chewy. Yeah. 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 But the cake itself is just no. yellow cake with polka dots. You pretentious. It tastes like flavor, C-U-N-T. Like, like colors. Doesn't taste even remotely similar. Like red. You're green, trying to blue, look at me as if fun. you like no like one unicorn. can see images right now. But if people could see me and Brandy, they would know who knows about cake, and it's not fucking Brandy. <laughs> Brandy's like, I ate cake one time. It was delicious, and yellow cake and funfetti are the same. Guys, she fed me a vegan meal yesterday. Ew, are you okay? <laughs> you ate it and loved it. I loved it. it. It was so good. But was it, did it have chewy sprinkles? No. It could have been better in other words. <laughs> it could have had more okay, well, More say, funfetti. I was going to say, Brandy, you were just in Hawaii. Okay. Tell us everything we should know about Hawaii. No pressure. What was your favorite thing you did in Hawaii? Um, my favorite thing. Which that island I, were you on? I was on Maui, and my can favorite. Can I put on some ukulele music in the background? No. Yes, of course you can. Course have, I can. have I ever stopped you from doing literally anything? <laughs> it's impossible. <laughs> it's like hurricane sparkle. You're like a fucking snow globe. I would say like. Tell us about your time in Hawaii. So when I was in Hawaii, I spent most of my time laying on the beach next to this one sea turtle who just was laying there. And you... 
Why is your ukulele whistling? Just go with it. Aloha. I feel like we need to get this music licensed. (laughs) Is this? I don't think any of the forty people listening are gonna go and report us like the the ukulele police. Ukulele police. That's how it works. Yeah, mostly I laid on the beach and hung out with sea turtles. Occasionally I went in the water and hung out with fishes, and that was fun. I saw a rainbow parrot fish, which if you've oh, never seen them in real life, they're quite lovely. They're literally I rainbow. I don't even think I've ever seen one in internet life. There's a children's they book They've got a big dick on their face. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a weevil. <laughs> weevil fish. It's not, but you can hear them eating the coral underwater, which is really Doug cool. Doug that. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, edit that out. <laughs> Is that the sound that a parrotfish makes? That was me trying to cover up her name drop. (laughs) I feel like I pulled it off. We'll listen later. I think I covered it up. How did you get a dick face from parrotfish? Because you mentioned how the weevil had a dick face. It's a callback. People love callbacks. People love sparkle. (laughs) People love sparkle. Write me at sparkle at letsgetlit.com. When we start making merch, I'm going to have the hashtag... People love sparkle. I'm switching up the mood. Okay, thank you. Alright, I feel like I feel like we've done enough for today. Wait. Like we've... <laughs> <laughs> you guys should talk about the book. <laughs> well, so we haven't read the book yet. We're gonna read the book next week and hopefully it'll be a little bit more enlightened How conversation. Many pages is it? It's not short. Oh my god. Oh wow. my god. Oh wow, they have reading group questions. Yeah, they do. That'll Brandy. Be... It's 389 That's a very pages. big book. That very big book. <laughs> <laughs> this is very big book. Okay. You've got to read real good. It's dazzling, says the Washington I'm Post. actually really, I'm, I'm into this. I feel like you guys are just into armadillos. Nine-banded only. Okay. I thought you were going to so say my wait, for her wait, wait, so we do have a copy. Would you pipe down? We do have a copy of this book to give away. So, um, because this year we're trying to read books that are based on your recommendation, um, if you shoot us an email at letsgetlitpodcast at gmail.com and give us a book recommendation, we will send one of our lucky listeners a copy of Molokai. So, shoot us an email. Should they, like, post it on the internet? Do you check the email? Because I don't. I check the email. Okay. Brandy will check your email. I'll check the email. It's very clear that Brandy definitely spearheads all the communication efforts here. (laughs) Yes. Yes. So, okay. And? (laughs) To summarize. Yeah, we're going. I'm the talent sparkle. (laughs) I don't know. Sparkle is the one that all the men out there are writing it about. All the two men who listen to us. They love Sparkle. Okay. So. And I did original music for the show. Original, not in any way copyright breaching. Okay. So if you want to have a copy of this book or you just want to say hi to us, send us an email at letsgetlitpodcast at gmail.com and let us know what book we should read next. And send in your, any comments about Sparkle that you, about how you love her. Yeah. If you want to send us lots of comments about Sparkle and then I'll never tell her you send them. Um, you guys, I mean, I didn't like... Like I was not in the know. I was not aware. I was you were you did not make we me. We didn't aware. want to inflate this ego any more than it already is. I would say that you got to see tonight the full gamut of every insecurity and every neuroses that I have. Please, you should inflate my ego. Okay. 
I, I invite I'll you. I'll give you a blowy later. Oh my god, and next time we can tell the listeners, the listening public, about the value of every other Wednesday blowjobs. <laughs> my life is different, you guys. Okay, on that note, I feel like we're lit enough. I feel like on that note, we're pretty lit. All so right. So let's get going. See you next week, guys. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was